Yeah, man, you know what the fuck going on, man. This your boy Charlie, man. Fuck with my nigga CG, man, on the CG podcast show, man. Y'all don't even know where it is. It's the Said G Podcast Show. I'm excited to be here with my family, which is you, which is your audience. audience. It's the Said G Podcast Podcast Show. Welcome, comrades, to the Said G Podcast Show. And you all know how I start to show off. I got to give much gratitude to the audience. Without the audience, there's no said G podcast show. I can't salute you guys enough for listening to this podcast. Today, I will be concluding the Lost in the System series as I do this finale with my guy, Chale. I've been working for a couple of weeks to get somebody on the show that actually spent time inside the prison system. And of course, the series starts off talking about how people can get lost in the system. And I was talking to my guy, Dexter Spencer of Spencer Brand Inc. out of Atlanta. And he has a relationship with Chale. And I thought about it for a day. And I said, you know what? Chale will be perfect for this episode because it's definitely a story of redemption. Here's a guy had one of the biggest records out of Atlanta, Lean With It, Rock With It. It was a Franchise Boys record and he was featured on the song. This was a huge record. But he ended up doing some prison time, a lot of prison time. So I got him on the show. We're gonna talk about the traps of Bankhead, his experience, in the prison system and his thoughts on the prison system and what he got going on currently and it's definitely a story of redemption it's the said g podcast show tell a friend share this episode one love conrads so you were born in bankhead yeah i was born in great what atlanta you know that the biggest hospital in Atlanta. Okay, okay. And um, what side of town is Bankhead located on? West side. West side. Okay. Yes, sir. I always hear people like the artists or whatever, they always mention something about the zones out there in Atlanta. Uh, uh, what, what does that mean? What does the zone mean? Zones. Oh, that shit ain't that, but the police precinct, what district they uh, patrol, man? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying zone six and zone this or that. And growing up in Bankhead, um, what was that experience like for you? Oh, man, that shit that crazy. Okay. Whatever you want to see, everything. Okay. From goddamn big time dope dealer to, to goddamn scamming crackhead, man. Okay, okay. I don't think um, Bankhead has the greatest reputation <laughs> as a community. As, as I, but I, I never lived there. I hear that from the rappers or whatever. Um, did you get involved in that type of activity as a young guy in Bankhead? Yeah, I was a product of my environment. 
Okay. Okay. And one of the things that I noticed that um when I came to the South, they were big on GD or Vice Lord or something like that or Blood or Crip. Uh, was that President Bankhead back in those days? Hey, this was back in like the mid 90s. Right. Early 90s when the when the GDs started coming down here. They were calling themselves folk gang then. Okay. But yeah, it, it came down here, but it, it didn't pretty much so much migrate to the west side. It really did district like downtown. Then when they hung out there, you know, they really scattered out. But the, you know, the hangout spot was downtown, but that, it definitely was down here in the 90s. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was something new for me, and I know it was uh, in places like Chicago and different places, but I never uh, lived among it, and it, it was a, a culture shock for me. But uh, the streets says the streets. Uh, so it got to the point. Uh, what, what high school did you actually go to down there? One more time. What high school did you go to down there? Oh, I went to go. Frederick Daddy. Frederick Douglass. Okay. And you got to the point, when did you decide that you wanted to do music? Uh, when was the point when you got to being having that interest? By 2003, 2004. Okay. And what was your influence? Really? It started with just bullshitting around in the cafeteria, man. At high school, we might just be rapping in the cafeteria, joining at the table. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from that, people would tell me, hey, man, you might need to start rapping, man. You got to give, man. You all right. And from there, I just started playing with it and see it just, it just caught fire. Okay, okay. Um, so you were like freestyling or whatever. You got to the point where you started getting in the studio, and uh, how was that experience like getting into the studio for the first time? The first time, this it, it really was like on some surreal type things because you know I ain't never pictured myself doing that shit, and then of course it's my first time actually experiencing it. You know what I mean? So it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Then you know it kind of butterfly because you don't know what to expect. It's something new to you, you know what I mean? Right, right. And at, at that particular time, who would you consider was hot in Atlanta at that time? When I started? Yes, sir. T.I.? T.I., okay. Yeah, yeah, you know how to smoking at that point in time. Okay. Uh, what about the likes of somebody like Ludacris? Ludacris, he was hot, but he was starting to fade. Around that time, he was starting to fade. Well, nobody really listened to that shit. Okay. 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 I got my man, Child A, right here on the Said G Podcast show. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk more about his musical career. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. And I really want to thank the audience out there. You guys are great. I do this for you all. I love performing for the, the audience. And I got my man Chile. And we're talking about redemption. Um, he has a story to tell. And I think it's one of these important things that people need to hear. 
Uh, you know, I kick social matics. It's all about hood social politics. Uh, so, Chale, um, uh, I, one of the clubs that um, people always talk about historically down there is the Pool Palace. Uh, what was the experience like for you going to the Pool Palace? Bananas, man. Okay. I see you bananas okay. when you got damn near the whole city, including the outskirts, okay. piled up in one location. Right. Onto my shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Like that it's Saturday nights, man. That was the spot to be. If you went in there, man, you weren't talking about that. Okay, okay, and there's many artists uh, known from coming from that place. Uh, who were some of the people that you would see that actually became big artists at that particular time? From, from out of the uh, pool pants? Yes, sir. Oh, man, you had Franchise, D4L, okay. Shot Boys, right. Goddamn K-Rail. Okay. Oh uh, man, there's so many that just that kind of went mainstream. Those are some of the main ones, but you got a lot of groups that went, you know, local. Right. You had a lot of big buzzes local. Right. But for actually going mainstream, those are some of the top groups that came out of them. Okay. Okay. Now, when I I think that I met you um way back before uh. Dealing with my guy Dex, and I want to send a mad shout out to Dexter Spencer out there. That's my guy out there. We've been working together, sharing information for a long time, you know. And this is one of the guys he always talked about. And I said it would be a good idea to get him on his podcast. Um, but you got to the point where you got um, on a big record yourself. Uh, let me know the history behind you getting on this big record. Lean with it, rock with it, as, as the world knows. The, the crazy thing about that song was it, 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 it just randomly happened out the blue. The, the, one of the uh, main members of franchise, Pale, yeah. he called and said, Where you at? I'm like, Shit, I told him why I was at. And he was like, Okay, I'm finna come get you. I'm finna go to the studio. I got a song for us. Okay. So when he got to me and we got in the car and we started doing the song, mm-hmm. it was crazy because. We did the song and the hook for about 45 minutes. Then just driving out to the studio, just kept going over it. Okay. It was his song. Right. You know, he came to me like, look, I got this song. When we do the hook, I'm going to say lean with it. I want you to say rock with it. So we just went back and forth practicing it and shit. When we got to the studio, we all put in what we had to put in and, and boom, there it was. But you know, this was the original version with two more other groups on it from uh, Trap Squad Big okay. Hill Squad okay. they were two local groups too that had a hot buzz in the city but they was on the original version okay. of the song you know what I mean but okay. it caught instantly though soon they heard it caught Okay, okay. And mad shout out to the Trap Squad too. I remember those guys. I actually interviewed them way back some years back on one of my earlier shows and uh and uh how how the record get to the point where it gets in the hands of so so deaf and that's when it really explodes. Okay. At the time franchise had a single out already. Okay. Oh, I think they like. Right. When they when 
next single got hot, Jermaine Dupree, you know, I guess he approached them on some, I want to sign y'all to, a, 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 you know, a deal. Right. And we're going to use this. You know, oh, I think they like me okay. as the single. Okay. If he featured, you know, him uh, in the break. Right. 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 They needed a follow-up single. Okay. Find it. Mm. Just so happened. Lean with it, rock with it. Mm. Was buzzing with Dan almost the same kind of buzz as Oh, I think they like me. Okay. And, you know what I'm saying this wasn't even a franchise record. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So when JD got involved and he decided, okay, we need to follow a single, and he said we're gonna you lean with it, rock with it. He removed the other two groups. Okay. And put the rest of the members of franchise on. Okay. Okay. And see, once they recorded it and made it a franchise single as a follow up, shit, the rest of history. Okay, so what made them keep you on the record as opposed to taking the rest of the people off of there? They kept me on the record mainly because of my verse, Feet the song. Mm. You know, I had one of the most sketchiest verses on the song okay. that everybody could relate to. And, and, you know, shit, you take my verse off, shit, that would have not been a good decision. Right. Okay, okay, okay. And I got my man Chale. Uh, we're right here on the Sedgy podcast show. we talking about his musical history and how he um, was able to put out and be a part of this big record. We're going to come right back. Tell a friend about this show. shout out right now to New South Wales, Australia, Tehran, Iran, Austin and Arlington, Texas, Atlanta and Marietta, Georgia, and Chesterfield, Missouri. I want to thank y'all for listening to the show. You guys rock. We're going to keep going on. We're going to keep it pushing. We're going to keep it moving. I want to send a shout out to Selena. And this is her comment she made about my last episode I just dropped, which is called Karma is a Bitch. Yes, I am going through a situation right now. I hope Karma shows them how wrong they were. Some people believe their wrongdoing is okay and will try to convince you how right they were in their wrongdoings. Shake my head. Damn. That's coming from my last episode, The Karma is a Bitch. You guys can go back and check out that episode. Getting a great response on that episode. I got a lot of phone calls about it. People had plenty of opinions. Um, You all can go back and check out that episode and let me know your opinion on Karma. It's the Sad G Podcast Show. One love, Conrad's. I break up.
back And I keep a big bank Oh, I think they like that Before I leave the house yeah, I'm slizzing on the goose And I'm in a plane So a nigga really loose And I can lean with it And I can rock with it And if you got a fish You gotta suck the fuck with it Hey, go on and rock with it Go on and lean with it you break your spleen you break with it. Put up your jeans with it. Smoke some with it. In the spot, ain't caught. If we ain't in it, we ain't in it. Watch me make your face beat up my hand. Beat up my hand. You see me hit the spot. Spot. Watch that boy. Boy. Try to lay from the road with them franchise boys. Lean with it. 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 Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. I want to encourage everyone out there to follow me on Twitter at Mr911, or you can catch me on Instagram at Said G Pod. Uh, leave a comment about this episode. It's all about redemption, or you can leave a voice message, and I will get that inserted into my next episode. I got my man Chale. Right here on the CG podcast show. And Chale, so you got this big record. Um, the next thing that I hear that you're getting ready to go away uh, in terms of being locked up. Uh, how you get to that point? Where, when, well, when was that point when this record is exploding and you actually getting locked up? She the same night on the video. Really? The same we shot the video on December 1st, 2005, okay. and I got booked at Fourth County Jail December 1st, 2005. Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when the video shoot was going on, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dex called me from that uh that video shoot. So I was like, I, like I said, I was actually first person playing that record down here. And I called into the major radio station. I told them about this record. They literally hung up on me. I said, okay, I'll do it or whatever. But he actually called me from that video shoot. Shouts out to Dex again. So uh, did you already have like a, a warrant for your arrest or something like that? No, actually, hell no. When it was the night of the video shoot, uh, one of my close buddies, you know, one of my partners in crime, you know, he come to me like, you know, I got some shit going on. It's sweet. Woo woo. So we go to check into it. And, and, and you know, shit don't go as planned. It goes bad. And police get involved. And, oh, now you got manslaughter on robbery. Okay. So that was the particular night that you actually caught the charge, the official charge. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, was it a case of did you try to fight it, or how did uh, how did it end where you were actually locked up and doing this time? Just when I first caught the case. Okay. I had got one of the top lawyers in Atlanta, a lawyer by the name of Bruce Harvey. I don't know if you remember Bruce Harvey, but Bruce Harvey is the attorney that got uh, Ray Lewis out. When he caught the murder charge, I, if you don't remember, Ray Lewis caught the murder charge in Atlanta. Okay. And he used Bruce Harvey. Bruce Harvey got it out. So I had Bruce Harvey, and what he did was he went in, and I guess he worked in Mojo, and he got the case dead, dog. Okay. 
Okay. Then that means right now we don't have enough evidence to prosecute, but we're gonna sit the case on the back burner and keep investigating. And if anything else come up, we're gonna start to prosecute. And this is what he got the case did. Okay. The very next year, another case happened. Okay. Okay. So when that case happened, the warrant was issued for my 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 buddy in crime. Okay. So I get doing the time of them investigating that car that, that case in two thousand eight. The goddamn fusion squad kicked my door in. You feel what I'm saying? And, 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 and locked me up. Okay. Okay. Running charges down to me and shit like that. And, you know, at the time, I'm feeling like y'all ain't got shit on me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm talking cash money shit going out of there. Right. And shit, 10 years later, <laughs> they released <laughs> Okay. 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 So at that particular time, you was facing two charges, or uh, so they at least trying to stick two charges on you. Right, and what they did was try to run a similar transaction okay. because the charges, the similarity in the charges. Okay, okay, and the overall thing about that, do you think that going through that is being a product of bankhead? Yes, facts. Okay. Okay, that's deep right there. I got my man Child A. We're right here on the CG podcast show, and we're talking about redemption. I had a few people uh, I wanted to get on this episode, uh, but I thought I felt Child A would be perfect because I wanted to, I've talked to I talked to so many people, and I wanted to have somebody on that actually been on the inside of it. And um, when you caught the charge, how long did it take you to actually start doing your time? Like like thirty months. Thirty months? Yeah, it took thirty months for me to get sentenced. Really? And you, you was locked up during that thirty months? Yeah, I spent the entire thirty months in Broad okay. Street, Fort County Jail. Okay, okay. So did they um subtract that as time served or Yeah, they, they count the time. Okay. They count the time. Okay, okay, okay. So explain to the audience out your first thoughts when you actually get in there and you start, well, I guess you've been in there for, for a few years, so I'm, I'm sure you're probably used to sitting still, in other words. But when you actually started doing your time, what was your mental state at at that particular time? My mental state, just from my younger days, my childhood, I was already, you know, in the system from my juvenile days, you know, I, I went to juvenile 13 times. Okay. So, I already knew how the inside worked for me being so young and how wild and reckless I was when I was young. Right. I already knew how to survive, you feel what I'm saying, just because I don't been here, I don't did this shit, and I know these people. Right. You know what I mean? So, when I got to the county jail and I started seeing all these goddamn people that I knew already from doing time with as juveniles. Really? And they up here terrorizing the jail. Okay. See what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm like, oh shit, you know, they're right up my alley. Right. At the time, because I was still young, I was 21. Okay. You know what I mean? So I was with the bullshit. So I just fell right in place. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. as far as the whole prison, Right. Now, prison, that's a whole nother story. 
Okay. That's a whole nother world, man. Okay. People don't understand how the inside of prison work, man. If they were to actually be able to get an inside look of the day-to-day operation in prison, man, a lot of these kids will think twice about this shit they doing, man. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, got my man Charlie. We're gonna come right back. We're gonna pick up right there where he left off. It's the CG podcast show. Uh, share this episode with your friends. I've had the dream for a long time to start my own station. I'm currently working to start a low-powered FM radio station. In order for that station to come to fruition, I will need to raise funds. Funds will be used for equipment like the mandatory emergency alert system and the transmitter. Both of those items can cost from anywhere from $2,000 to $3,000. Equipment like a mixing board, microphone, computers, and we definitely want to have our own building. So we're going to be looking into actually buying a building where we can house this radio stage. But I will need to raise funds. I do have a GoFundMe page. You can find that link on the podcast page. Um, I'm currently working to start um, a Kickstarter account. I just sent it in my project for review. Um, looking at that option to raise funds. People have been donating. I know it's a long road, but I'm willing to take that risk and that challenge to get this dream up into reality. So if you could donate at least $5. And with the Kickstarter program, I will have rewards for donations or people that want to back the idea so it's some great reward packages coming uh, with the kickstarter but for now you guys can go to my gofundme page or you can go to the support link on my podcast page and, and show some support you know it's really a dream it's a startup but i'm willing to take up the challenge to see this thing come to fruition the radio station itself it will be educational it will be for the community um it'll be a lot of information and it will be entertaining you know i've been in this business probably 15 years or better so uh, looking forward to the challenge thank you conrad's one love Welcome back to the CG Podcast Show. I got my man Child A. It's all about redemption. And when we left from that last segment, he was just getting ready to talk about the, the day-to-day operation of a prison. If people, young people actually saw that, they'd think twice. Uh elaborate on that a little bit, um, like the day-to-day operation, uh, as you was explaining in that last segment. Alright, so off the real. You got to go through diagnostics before you go place at any state prison. Okay. State prison, county prison, whatever. You got to go through diagnostics. Okay. Diagnostics is just basically what it is. Classification 
to get you into the system. Okay. You know, test you for STDs or get your blood, run your DNA, just in case your DNA has came up on another crime scene. Now they can try to tie that into you because of your DNA. Okay. Uh, you know, testing to see what you know mm-hmm. to, you know, mental health. Uh, right. And just, you know, just getting you ready for prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my first day in diagnostic, we get off the bus. First of all, they hate Atlanta people. Okay. With a passion. Okay. Those country towns, them folks that are working in these prisons, they hate Atlanta, Atlanta people. Okay. Mainly because the Atlanta inmate guys who come through there, they reckless, they ruthless, you know, these folks don't give a fuck. Right. And then, you know, these country towns, they feel like, oh, you think you're from Atlanta, you think you know everything, so we're going to show your ass. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Interesting. So, we come out the bus, off the rip, they know Fulton County, that's the county in Atlanta. Right. So, they know these the Atlanta people. Right. Oh, we come out the bus, they talking reckless. Y'all pussy motherfuckers. Yeah. Welcome to my prison. Mm-hmm. You get no love down here. You know that? Yeah. We hate the Falcons. I'm somebody they talking reckless, man. So okay. of mm. course they make you script down, butt ass naked. Right. Twenty, thirty niggas all in our butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. They call it nut to butt. You line up nut to butt, man. Right. This how they treat the nigga like a real slave. You feel what I'm saying? No rights, nigga. Fuck you. Okay. You is irrelevant right now. You gonna do what I tell you to do, or we gonna beat your ass. Okay. Point blank. Period. Ain't no in between. None of that shit. Okay. So my first day down here in Jackson, just so happened. A nigga get stabbed 17 times my first night. You feel what I'm saying? So this is what I'm seeing my my first day in diagnosis. Okay, of course we coming in with niggas from all over Georgia. Valdosta, Savannah, Augusta, Macon, uh, uh, you know, everywhere. Of course, they don't like Atlanta niggas. Mm, uh, You feel what I'm saying? They don't like Atlanta niggas because of Back in the days, it was Atlanta versus everybody. Okay. You know, of course, the making niggas might ride with us because they the closest. Right. Then you got the, the Cato niggas, they might ride. Right. And, you know, niggas like the Riverdale, Clay County niggas, Carl County niggas, they might ride with the city. But right. other than that, see, it's everybody against the city. Okay. So off the real, you at the top of the food chain just because mm. you from Atlanta. Big that, big that. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, right. boom. Mm-hmm. The nigga gets stabbed 17 times, so now we say, okay, this shit real life, you prison. Right. Then you got the niggas who game banking. Mm-hmm. The country, you know, the, the country, Savannah, Augusta, you know, they game banking. So, you know, they set tripping out the real. Okay. You know what I mean? They set tripping because they on the bullshit. You right. know what I mean? So now you got to, this is being aware of your surroundings. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, so, you know, we get through that. They handle a nigga any kind of way. Treat you like you ain't man. Put you in a jumpsuit. Give you a coat, pair of underwear, socks, t-shirt. And you you on your own. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. They, they just going through diagnostics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just so happy at diagnostics. They found out who I was. Okay. So, once they found out who I was, of course, they put me in the bedroom down there. Which is 
tape building, AC, they got the AC, overdone TV, phones and shit. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody else get that shit at Jackson. You don't get nothing. Right. Uh, focus down, Salerno, you got a right, you got down, you feel me? Right. But in the fifth thousand, they got all the privileges. Okay. Okay, so you know, I, they give me, they put me in a good down, they give me a detail, they put me in the barber shop. Okay. So now I'm, I'm cutting hell. Everybody who come through Jackson, I get to see everybody who come through because I'm in the barber shop. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I got to cut their hell. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. But they were trying to get me to stay down there. Okay. I'm like, nah, I don't want to stay at Jackson mm-hmm. because of my affiliation. You feel what I'm saying? Right. My La Familia, we got the weight at all the camps. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why I was trying to get to a camp. But boom, I, I worked my way out of there. I get to one of my main camps, which is Making State. Okay. Okay. My they at Making State. A nigga get airlifted. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like in the middle of the day, man, helicopter picking a nigga up out the yard down down there, killed him. Dang. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Down there, they killed this nigga on the yard, man. The Mexicans on down there killed Buddy, man. So they outlifting him to mm. get him up out of there. So they telling the nigga all the real. You know, they trying to run the boot game. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the account. As you can see it going down, down here. There were 12 telling the nigga. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker wide open, man. Dig that. Dig that. So when you, um, Look at the overall prison system. Uh, many people looked at the fact that people actually get paid off a uh, prison system. Is is that a true assessment? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, okay. yeah, they get paid off every prisoner down there, man. Okay. If you notice, a lot of billionaires are invested in prisons. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say, man. Uh, you heard it from the uh, horse's mouth. I got my man Chale on here, and we're talking about the prison system. Like I said, I wanted to talk to somebody on the podcast who actually been inside the system. And of course, many of us have taken those risks, like myself. But I didn't get to the point where I got inside the system. You know, I got um people that's doing life in prison, people I've known, you know, and loved or whatever. Um, but it's something, something about a type of brotherhood type thing uh, when people actually go in there. Uh, did you build, like, brotherhoods and while you were in there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My life for me is a brotherhood, man. Okay. And if you ever get the chance and everybody who's listening, Google Georgia Prisons Good fellas. Okay. And tell me what you see. Okay. Okay. That's a whole movement, man. That's a whole movement, man. And to be honest with you, man, we changed we changed the Georgia prison, man. We changed chain game, man. Okay. We changed Georgia chain game, man. Okay. 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 Well, we'll we'll come right back. We're gonna talk about uh, how y'all changed the chain, the chain game, the Georgia chain game. I got my man Child A's to say G podcast show. you guys for a hot second 
I want to tell everyone to stay safe out there and do what's right when you go out. Make sure you have your mask on, um, you have any gloves or anything like that, but for sure, make sure you have your mask on with this COVID-19 virus going on, going on right now. We need to try to beat this thing. It's going to be a while because I believe that they don't know what this is, so they got to do some study and research on this. So it's going to be a while before they actually come up with a vaccine for this COVID-19. So do the right thing. Wear your mask out there. This is Sad G Podcast Show. I got my man Chale. It's all about redemption. My man right here, he got a deep story to tell, and I think it's a story that needs to be told to the world. Uh, in that last segment, you said that uh, you guys changed the Georgia chain game. Elaborate a little bit about that. What I mean by we changed Georgia chain game, man, mm. listen, man. <laughs> what I tell you, uh, Atlanta movement of never solid Atlanta nigga, man. Listen to what I'm telling you, man. Solid, solid. I'm talking about from head to toe. Atlanta niggas from every hood in Atlanta moving together as one. Picture uh, that. Interesting. It, man. Yeah, for sure. They had never seen nothing like what we brought to the table. You right. feel what I'm saying? But right. when we originally started, we just wanted the money. Okay. But in order to get the money, sometimes you have to make examples and be aggressive to make a statement. Okay. Okay. See what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Put it like this. With the statement that we made, mm. the only thing the Georgia prisons could do to stop us was take everybody who was affiliated with this organization and lock them down 24 hours a day. They don't come out, period. Okay. Now, keep in mind, I was locked down for 67 months mm. due to my affiliation. Now, you got Crips on the compound. Mm -hmm. You got Bloods on the compound. You got G, uh, GDs on the compound. You got every organization on the compound, but Goodfellas. And they say Goodfellas could not be on the compound because number one, they were reckless. Okay. They were unorganized mm -hmm. and they were ruthless. Okay. That's what they had to say about it, man. Kind of with them guns, with the bus, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is knives. You see what I'm saying? Right. They play with the knives in the chain gang for real. Okay. Like nigga will stab you in your face okay. over a soup. Really? In the middle of the dome. Okay. Mm. Don't kill. Right. Because you gotta understand you got niggas down there with life sentences, mm. 20, 30, 40 years, who ain't never coming home. So mm. they ain't got nothing to lose. Right. What the fuck I care about you? Mm. What the fuck I care about you? I ain't never going home. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Matter of fact, nigga, give me everything you got and, and get on the door. Right. And get on the door means get the fuck out the door or we finna put you out. Okay. Okay. Dig that. Dig that. It's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, got my man Child A right here on the Said G podcast show. Um, he's explaining some of the um, the lifestyles that goes on when you're actually behind the wall. And of course, we try to save um, some of y'all out there from actually uh, going through that experience. And we need somebody like Child A to tell you that that's not the right the, the, the route to go. Um, but Moving through and getting through your time, when it getting close to time to uh, actually go home, where's your state of mind and where's your mental at at this point? At this point, I had already, you know, I grew up because I always been a thankful. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, you know, I, I learned a lot of shit from prison. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I learned how to master people. You feel what I'm saying? Because you're going to meet every kind of nigga you can think of in prison. Right. You feel what I'm saying? From the slick talking nigga who slick, mm -hmm. from the, the, the nigga who, who grimy, he trying to cross you wide, mm -hmm. from the nigga who got the gift of gab, but he broke, he ain't got no money. Right. You know, he, he, he got away with the ladies, but he broke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you see every kind of nigga or person in personality you can think of. Okay. So from there, I learned how to master people so I can see what type of person you is just for me. I already know what type of person you is. You okay. feel what I'm saying? Right. I did a lot of reading. I did a whole lot of reading and expanding my mind. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got I read a lot of good books mm -hmm. in the process. And you know, I did I grew up, man. I grew up. Okay. I started working on my credit. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, this is shit I didn't know about at the time. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I was just always taught get the money mm -hmm. and put on. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't no shit by no credit. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But during the process of me learning and just growing up, this is shit I knew. You feel what I'm saying? Just so happened I was blessed financially to where I could keep a phone throughout my bed. You okay. feel what I'm saying? So throughout my entire bed, I had a cell phone. So I was able to keep in contact with my family, yeah. keep in touch with streets. You feel what I'm saying? And just, you know, do my time. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So. Okay. Okay. In the process, I met my wife. You know, she stayed down with me, man. Mm -hmm. Got down. I met her on like year five. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? In, yeah. in the last five, I'm talking about she rode that motherfucker to the break pad with scrubbing, man. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and she, you know, helped me. She helped me grow up, man. And, you know, I give a lot of credit to her, man, because she kept me above, man. And, you know, I came home. We married. We got a six month old son now, man. Okay. And you know, life is beautiful, man. Life is beautiful, man. Okay. okay. That's a great thing to hear, man. And uh, one of the things we actually uh, talk about uh, is the celebration of actually being in there. Then when guys come home, uh, they come home to that celebration, which I think is a, is a setup. And at sometimes it's a setup because they start this repeated thing of going back and forth in there. Uh, what are your thoughts on something like that? I feel like a nigga, I, I ain't going to say that. I'm going to say a, 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 a specific person. You have to actually want better, man. Okay. You got to actually sacrifice and say, I got to go with that to get this. Okay. And you got to, you got to actually do that, man. Willpower is so powerful. If you got control over it, man, you feel what I'm saying? Right. If you could look at a million dollars right here and they tell you, if you don't touch this million dollars, we ain't going to keep our eye on you. You take it and you leave. You got it. Right. But when we find you, we're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. But if you can sit here for 24 hours 
with this twenty with, with this million dollars and don't touch it is yours. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That willpower, man, to actually just do what you need to do, man, to get the way you need to get, man. Okay. People have to learn that, man. If you learn that, man, you can accomplish anything, man. Okay. Because of the sacrifice, man. Okay. 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 And um, talking to that. they going back, shit, though. Right. Man, I don't know, man. I don't understand how a nigga can come home and go back. You feel what I'm saying? Because, boy, listen. Mm. Boy. <laughs> man, that ain't it, man. That ain't, that thing ain't locked up shit. That ain't it, man. I'm telling you, man. I got a lot of brother down there, man. And I, I, I wish, I wish I can bring them all home, man. But nigga, for a nigga to actually go through that and come out and go back, see that way he belong. Okay. I'm sorry, that way he belong, bro. Because you don't been through the struggle. You know what this shit is. You feel what I'm saying? You know the risk. You you got to take to 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 go back. And if you're willing to take that risk, then where you belong. Okay, okay. That's a smart um, um, response right there. I hope y'all take uh, heed to some of that. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not with that going back and forth stuff. We can celebrate you getting out of there, but when you start going back and forth and all that stuff, I'm not with that. I don't support that at all. So, um, And I was talking to Dex, and uh, he was talking, saying that you were interested um with picking your career back up, uh, where you at with that? Yeah, right now we we in, we in talks of doing a documentary. Okay. Oh, we can just really dig deep into this shit and really just get these folk the real raw and uncut. Because at the same time, man, my life is an actual movement, man. Yeah. And if I tell this shit, man, that these folks will really see like this shit for real. Like, this shit is for real, man. Live from both sides of the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the top of the game to the lowest of the low. You know what I mean? Right. And shit, with that, the documentary and shit, I'm working on the EP now. So, I got some new music in the works right now. So, we just working, man. Okay, okay. And what about the franchise? Do you still kick it with um, Palais? Yeah, man, you know, that, that big homie, man, I fuck with y'all the long way, man. He got now, he doing his thing with the music, man. He got his movement going on. You okay. know, we in contact, but shit, you know, hey, man, the nigga ain't gonna give you nothing. Right, right. right. Nigga ain't gonna give you nothing, man, so you know, you gotta make your own way, man. Okay, okay. I got my man Chale, and as soon as he drop his first single, I will be playing it on the Sedgy Podcast Show. Uh, any last little saying you want to, uh, message you want to get to the audience? Yeah, man, just want to let everybody know, man, just pray, man. God is good, man. God is good. I came a long way, man. I seen it. I don't experience. I don't been through it, man. Embrace your family, man. Love your family, man, because folks will be here today and be gone tomorrow, man. So that's all I got to say, man. Just, I'm sending my love, man, everywhere, man. Okay, you got your social media? Yeah, social media, Carpole, Instagram, C-A-P-O-L-A-Y, Facebook, Chale Carpo, C-H-A-L-A-Y, Carpo, C-A-P-O. All right, all right, I got my man, Chale. Thank you for joining me right here on the CG Podcast Show. Uh, tell a friend about this episode.